Welcome to Shorts with Jill and Tara, a bite-sized podcast that blends business and fashion to bring you practical tips and strategies in a shorter format than a typical podcast. I'm Jill, and I've spent my career advising, starting, and running businesses. I'm Tara, a family therapist turned fashion stylist and a digital creator. Good morning, Tara. Good morning, Jill. How are you? (laughs) I am good. How are you? I'm good. I watched the best documentary last night on HBO about Ralph Lauren. Have you seen it? I have not seen it. So it was so interesting. I love learning about people and business, especially when it comes to fashion. And so I just learned a lot about how he started. And it's so interesting because he started his business. Well, first of all, he always liked fashion, but he never found anything that he liked to wear. And so he got a job at Brooks Brothers when he was like 24 or something. And he started making uh, ties and um, selling them, you know, door to door, store to store. And from there, he made enough money to create his uh, clothing line, which I thought was pretty cool that he started, you know, just with this one. I didn't even know he started with ties, to be honest. Did you? No, I didn't know that, but that's actually really interesting. And um, often like the hallmark of a really strong uh, startup, I'm just kind of equating him with a startup at that point, is focus. And it sounds like he really focused on that one thing that he loved to do and loved to create and that people would like. Yeah. So from there, he launched his uh, polo brand. And you remember how big polo was. Oh my gosh, everybody was wearing polo. Wait, then, so was were the ties the first polo item? No, the ties were not. That was separate. But then from the ties, he launched polo. Um, and in the 70s, he then introduced the women's collection and the signature polo shirt that we all know. Um, and I just remember wanting one so bad. I wanted a purple one with a yellow horse. It's mm-hmm. <laughs> funny enough, my daughter Penelope ended up getting a couple years ago. I'm like, I was wanting that shirt. Um, and so it was so, and it was interesting because he is so aware of a woman and her body. And, you know, he is preppy, but there's a lot of like Parisian influence and it's just so elegant um and you just learn so much about him and how his wife has influenced the the creative part of the women's brand and now there's you know so many categories there's apparel home accessories fragrances I mean it's unbelievable it is fascinating I remember in high school we had to wear uniform and um that for the for the girls it was a button-down shirt and you were judged based on whether or not your button-down shirt had a little horse on it (laughs) or not (laughs) um but if so interestingly we used to buy the men's shirts because we that was just the style back then for teenagers was to wear like super oversized um shirts so that's funny yeah, absolutely. Um, I don't think the fitted style actually came around for a while because I remember them always being a little bit larger, like not as fitted as now, you know? So I think that was... And, what, what, the other thing I find really interesting about Ralph Lauren is that he, it seems like he has built this amazing business at the sort of moderate and high end, 
but then he also has like outlets and so he's in the outlets but somehow has managed to maintain both that high end and with maybe it's the purple label I don't know if I've got that right but um somehow he's managed to maintain this like and is it couture or not it's like whatever super high end and then um and then you can still see him at outlets and and I think that's very rare to be able to do to span that great of a range I do too and I think sometimes the fear is when you go lower range you then sell yourself out a little and maybe are considered cheap and obviously this is not him at all but you know there is that fear when people are doing this crossover piece they don't want to lose their the reputation that they have built um so yeah it was really interesting I highly recommend it um and then I was when I was thinking about it I was like who else would I love to learn about and I love Stella McCartney I love everything she stands for I really love her clothing some of it's a little too funky for me personally, um, but I love it. And I kind of know a little bit about her story. Do you know anything about it? Not really. Well, I'm going to teach you. <laughs> <laughs> well, first of all, she the way she got started was she was in design school. And she, of course, had famous friends who are models like Naomi Campbell and Kate Moss. So for her graduation, she had them wear her clothes for her fashion show. So get yourself some famous model friends. <laughs> Let me put that on my to-do list. <laughs> but and then two years after that, she started to work for Chloe. And I love Chloe. I really, really love Chloe. And you can tell when you look at Chloe that you could tell why she would have worked with them because you could it's a similar silhouette in a lot of the designs. Um, and then remember she oh, and then she started working with Gucci. And then it was Adidas, the whole Adidas. And she, you know, designed for the Olympic team. And just all of that is so incredible. And I absolutely, I have one of her tennis outfits, which is very funny because I don't know if you know this about me, Joe, but I am the worst tennis player. I can play a lot of sports, but I hands down am the worst tennis player. Don't let me on the court. You don't want me on the court. My kids have asked me to leave the court. But I'll look good on the court because it's such a cute outfit. That's funny. She's she I feel like was she one of the first designers to really like design athletic wear? She was, yes. And when I there's a couple brands who have reached out to me to work together for tennis clothing, which I laugh because I immediately <laughs> tell them I, I I'll play the part, but I cannot actually play. But they always refer to her because they'll be like, it's like a Stella McCartney Adidas outfit. And the quality, though, because I've had this one piece for so long, it's unbelievable and just fun, like fun colors, fun silhouettes. I love it. Yeah. And I feel like she, the the Adidas stuff, Stella McCartney Adidas stuff is you can be any age and wear it. Like I, I bought something for my mom. I would wear it. My daughter would probably wear it. Um it's, I think it is kind of ageless. Like it's just, just real, as you said, like just really kind of classic, classy, elegant, but it's athletic wear. So um. it's so interesting because, you know, a lot of people are starting clothing lines now. I think that, and they have been, and whether you're an influencer or, you know, a designer who is already doing it, I mean, this is the thing to do. 
Um, but I had calls, one of my friends who lives in California, he's in the fashion industry. And I was like, well, what do I do? He's like, you don't do it. <laughs> he said, don't do it because it's not your passion. You are not passionate. You're not calling me saying, all I ever wanted to do was design clothing. Like if that's your passion, then you should do it. But if not, don't, because it's so hard to get into that space and it's a very grueling and, you know, he's like, it's just, it wouldn't be worth it. Right. And then you cut yourself off from working with other brands because you'll, you would be in competition with them. Right. <clears throat> it's almost like, would you rather keep that variety where you can pick and choose what you, what kinds of clothes you like and you like to promote versus, you know, throwing it all into one basket. Right. But I think when you have a business, you're always looking for how do I build build my business? What are the next steps to take? And so that's obviously crossed my mind because I see a lot of people doing it. Not that I monkey see monkey do, but you question, should I be going down this avenue? And you know, as a business person, these are things that you ask yourself constantly. So that's why I reached out to him and he said no. So I'm going <laughs> <laughs> But what about, like, I see some of these influencers creating, doing collaborations. So what about something that's a little more temporary where you collaborate on, like for you, I would, I'd probably do like a belt or something because it's something so different. Like a lot, I see a lot of influencers doing, um, you know, socks and sweats and right. tie-dye and workout gear, but it's it's like a capsule collection and it sort of lasts for a month or something and they everyone promotes it and whoop-de-doo. But I, I wonder with you if you would do something that's maybe a little bit more sophisticated and um, more consistent with your style. Right. Yeah. Well, that would make sense. So it's something to think about, but I think we're always all as entrepreneurs thinking about how to expand and, or just create new and keep, you know, people interested. Yeah. I mean, you could call up Hermes and be like, Hey, do you want to do an Hermes by Tara West belt with me? (laughs) And they will say, oh, we were waiting for you to call. Absolutely. <laughs> or better yet, you could call up Bottega Veneta. 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 <laughs> say, do you want to do the, is it the dumpling bag? Is that what it's called? What's that bag called? Oh, the one that I want or the other one? The little one. The one that looks like a dumpling that like. The pouch. But there's also a dumpling bag. That everything. The only thing about that bag is now I'm going to go off on a fashion tangent. Is um, you know, there's no handles, so you're literally taking it out to dinner, and that's about it. Yeah, which is not happening for me. That's not. It's I need something that I can wear more than one hour of a month. <laughs> <laughs> well, this was fun. I just talked all about my uh, interests, but. I always find it fascinating how people got started and how their businesses grow. And, you know, I think we, you can always learn from people. Yeah. And I think one of the advantages of being so old, like we are, is you get to look back on decades and decades and, you know, look at these designers who have built these businesses and it's just amazing. I think some of them are, are really commendable and have, you know, both amazing creativity, but also like great business sense too. And the other thing about Stella McCartney, which I think is really relevant is that she's vegan. So, you know, a lot, none of, she doesn't use any leather or any fur. And I think that people are paying so much more attention to that now than ever before. Um, So just to throw that out there. Yep. Excellent. 
All right. Well, thank you for sharing. And please let us know if you have any questions or feedback or anything you want us to cover on future episodes of Shorts. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. We would love to answer any of your questions on future episodes of Shorts. Bermuda Shorts. Jean Shorts. Short Shorts. Boy Shorts. Tennis Shorts. Cargo Shorts. Seated Shorts. Running Shorts. Board Shorts.